You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Good afternoon, and welcome to Conroe Culture News. I am Margie Taylor, your host, and I will be with you from noon to one today, and we have three guests. We have Molly Carr, who's going to be our first guest today, and she's with Abundant Harvest. She's going to tell you all about that. Ron Sikowski, today he's talking about Christmas on Main, which happens tomorrow, along with the tree lighting in downtown Conroe. We heard from the mayor last Monday, but we're going to hear it from uh, the wine expert's point of view, uh, Ron Sikowski is very well known around downtown Conroe, and he's going to give us his slant on what's going on. And then finally, uh, we have Maria Jordan, who's going to tell us about Jingle All the Way to Literacy with Rita Wiltz and a little bit about Texas Familius Council, a uh, organization that she founded many years ago to help uh, uh, the growing Hispanic communities around Montgomery County. This show is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractor chiropractic center and they are at 3033 west davis by conroe high school and if you have a back well then you need to go see stacy rogers over at roger stein chiropractic center so downtown conroe is ready to celebrate the annual tree lighting which is tomorrow starting at 6 30 followed by christmas on main with lots of activities for kids including letters to santa wooden tokens to choose the best Christmas window display, carolers from the Montgomery County Choral Society, the Jazz Connection, the Jazz Connection, Wassel, hot chocolate on the street corners. There's going to be some inflatables. There's going to be food, and there's going to be some raffles. Two lucky families are going to win a bike and a couple of other prizes. Of course, you got to be here to win, and that's at eight fifteen tomorrow. So the streets will be blocked off. So start looking for that. If you're looking for some unique Christmas gifts. Well, you need to go down to downtown Conroe. Branley Jewelers is celebrating 86 years of being over there in downtown Conroe. 86 years. Do you know a business that's that old? No. Well, Janice has been there not for 86 years, but she's been there a very long time, and she is the gemologist. She can help you with updating any heirlooms, create jewelry. She can repair jewelry for you, whatever you want. Go in there and talk to Janice. You won't meet a nicer person. You can also go into Mimi's on Main, and every Saturday and Sunday they have Santa there from four until from noon until four. Excuse me, noon until four, and that's every Saturday and Sunday until Christmas. They are directly across the street from the courthouse on Main Street, the east side of the courthouse, and she's got some really hidden treasures that you won't find anywhere else. So you can check that out, and then of course, right next to us, next to the radio station, here is the Branding Iron. They have unique. Lake Conroe, Conroe sweatshirts, T-shirts, everything is made in the United States. And if you have any printing jobs, posters, uh, even metals for, or what do you call them, the uh, magnets for your cars, anything, anything that you need, they can help you at Branding Iron. So those are a few things. Also, this Friday starts Glitz at the Crichton Theater with Stage Right, and that is the Little Miss Christmas pageant. So if you know anything about these Christmas performances at the Owen Theater and the Crichton, they sell out really fast. So you need to hurry and get tickets because I'm sure this won't be any different than any other one. 
And Seussical will be starting in another week over at the Owen Theater. And that's a, a play on uh, Dr. Seuss. So another whimsical, fun kind of thing to do. The last day to submit artwork for the Conroe Art League's fourth National Invitational Art Show in March is the 30th. What's today? The 26th. So that's like this week is the deadline if you want to be involved in their March show. And uh, don't forget to check out right next door to us. On the other side of us is Carly's Main Street Mercantile. Now, they just opened last week, right before Thanksgiving. They have all kinds of incidental items if you need to pick up a birthday card for somebody or you just feel like a banana or an apple or something small like that or just to go have some conversation. Go by and say hi to Carly at her Main Street Mercantile. So with that, oh, and also I wanted to mention that the WISE Conference is this Thursday, and that is all day. It's presented by MD Anderson Cancer Center. It's going to be at Lone Star Community Building, 5000 Research Forest, uh, and it is through MCABW and WOMTEC that are putting it on. It has a panel of very esteemed ladies that will be talking, including Linda Nelson, Ann Snyder, Dr. Ann Snyder, Nelda Blair. There's also going to be the keynote speaker, Rebecca Gregory, and she was the Boston Marathon bombing survivor. She just wrote a book about, you know, what, uh, what she had to do to move past that. So it's going to be a great conference, and you don't have to be a woman to go. You can be a guy, too. Uh, but it's very motivational, and uh, especially if you have your own business, it's great to hear from some of these other uh, strong leaders in our community. So that's this Thursday from 9 to 4, and it's called the 2018 WISE Conference. So with that, we welcome Molly. (laughs) How's it going today? It's going really well. Thank you so much for having me. So you have a food truck that you do catering and you do some other things. So tell me about the Abundant Harvest truck, the yeah, little orange truck. But well, what's the big orange? The truck? big orange truck. Yeah, we're okay. Gonna, uh, it is a it's a commercial food truck. It's a mobile commercial kitchen on wheels. We are um, licensed through uh, Montgomery County, just like any regular food truck. But we're a nonprofit, so um, we don't sell any food. Um, when we are doing our community meals, we do seven community meals, and we also do 30 food pantries every month. And we take food that grocery stores can no longer sell and upcycle it to become our meals and what we give away at the food pantry, specializing in perishables. So explain to me how you serve all the pantries. How does that work? So say, for instance, this morning, I went by one of our grocery partners, and I picked up two truckloads of food that um, either went out of date today or tomorrow, Um, meat, vegetables, uh, deli, things like that. And we have a team, and they sorted through it all and threw out like a dozen eggs. One of the eggs was broken. They can't sell that dozen eggs anymore. We threw out the broken one, and now we have 11 eggs to use. And then um, I took it to a um, restricted income housing unit and um, a bunch of apartments for elderly and disabled. And we set out all the food. And then we had about 47 people be able to come through and go shopping and choose um, groceries. And all everybody left with like two packages or two grocery bags of, of food to be able to um, use for their families to gather people around the table, which is the whole mission of the truck. 
so do you get calls from the different grocers or uh, do you just go there on a regular basis and pick up the food and right. then deliver so, it? Yeah, we're set up with, a, with um, a couple different grocery stores where we'll pick them up on a, just on a weekly basis that they know that we're coming and that we're, they, we kind of know how much to expect from them each time. And you are a nonprofit. Yes, we're a nonprofit. We're um, associated with St. Isidore Episcopal Church. And, um, and so everything that we do is, is for the good of the community. And how we're sustainable, you mentioned that we do catering. That's how we're sustainable. So when we go out and do catering, um, then it's a buy one, give one. So for every meal you donate towards, if you have me out to cook for your meal, then you're also giving a meal for when we do our community. And that's help you to pay it forward, yeah, yeah, so to speak. Exactly. And so, that's how we're able to keep going. Mm-hmm. So have you, are you familiar with uh, Keep Us Fed Montgomery County? We are very much in partner with Keep Us Fed Montgomery County with Larry and Mary. They, um, they do such a good job. And um, we not only pick up for them, but we also receive things from them. So they're a they're a huge part so of you what partner we do. together. That yeah. was part of my LMC project. Oh yeah, we originated that project. Well, I take so it's full still sustainable. It. <laughs> so that's been going on. I was class of 2015, but that means we worked on it in 2014. So it's been going on for four years now. So that's pretty good, right? And it's growing larger and larger. And I know they're picking up more and more volunteers, awesome. and they're picking up more and more food from different restaurants and from grocery stores. I think it's good that you guys partnered together. Yeah, I think that's the that's people. the whole idea is that the more that we can work together, the better able we're able to serve Montgomery County. So how do you identify those that you share the food with? Um, mostly we're, it's when we're invited to come into different places. So, for instance, we do our community meals at this um, at this uh, housing unit, the restricted income apartments. We also do one at Montgomery County Women's Center, mm-hmm. and we also do... Um, one at a laundry love, which is at a laundromat um, where we offer free laundry for four hours every uh, That's once a month. Yeah. And um, not only can a family get free laundry done and then have the food truck there and get a meal and have the food pantry there, but we also have free haircuts. We have free childcare. We have doctors from CHI St. Luke's there um, being able to do wellness checks. And last month we gave out flu shots. Um, do you ever partner with Rita Wiltz? I haven't met Rita. You haven't met Rita? No. So she does that too. Uh, okay. Blue shots, but then also gets them on, um, she helps with free tax services and gets them on the uh, the medical marketplace. She's a navigator. I'm that have... might be a good partnership. Absolutely. That sounds like a really good partnership. Right. Yeah. She was doing uh, free flu shots last week. Okay. And today I believe she's at Crisis Assistance Center doing some different things. Not sure. I'll she does so many her. different that's things. I, that's my next stop is oh, to is drop it? off some food for them. Yeah. So, so tell me about uh, the different pantries that you work with. Are these true pantries that are identified through the Montgomery County Food Bank, or how do you decide? Well, we're, we're partnered with Montgomery County Food Bank, but it's it's places that um, that are some is that are church, churches where people know that they can come at a certain time during the morning to be able to pick up. Um, a lot of times because we're mobile, we can take it to people. So for instance, I'm going to crisis assistance center and drop off some extra stuff that we didn't get taken this morning at the apartment complex. And, um, the same will go and I'll drop off on Wednesday there also. And then at the women's center, I'll do drop off on Wednesday in addition to the meal that I'm going to do 
for them later on in the month. Um, so it's places that we've been invited to come to. Sure, sure. And, and then those people probably share that information with others, I'm imagining. I, our, our word has been getting out, that's for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. So how long have you been established, Molly? The truck started in February of 2017. So um, we're still pretty new. Year. Yeah, we're just about to finish up our second year. And we've already given up. This year we'll give out over 100,000 pounds of produce. Um, and serve over um, about 15,000 meals. So do you get the bulk of your food from the grocery stores? Yeah, about like 90. Like food and things 90, like that? About 90% of our groceries uh, are donated. Um, and then we're able to freeze. Um, you know, we keep freezers and refrigerators, obviously, to be able to keep the, mm -hmm. everything at temperature. and um, Or then we cook it straight away and then freeze it and have it to be able to serve later. You seem very passionate about this? You know, I think um, I'm a person of faith, and I, I do believe that God has called me to this place at this time, and um, I love meeting the people. That's what I've always, I, I think that's one of the things that I like, is is getting to know the people, and since we go back to the same places each, each week, each month, I get to know them, they mm -hmm. get to know me, and we have relationships formed. Mm -hmm. And I think when we talk about gathering people around the table, we are how we do it is with food, but what really is important is the conversation that takes place around the table, and and it brings people together, and it brings us a commonality together, and um, the food is just the means to the end for me. That relationship building is what's most important, and that's why we have those meals, is to bring everyone together around the table because everybody gets hungry. That's right. Everybody eats, right? Yeah. And they talk a lot of times while they're eating. Exactly. Yes, you need to meet Maria and Rita. Okay, they, I'm going to They're them very down. Uh, throughout Montgomery County as well, and I think you guys would have a good partnership of uh, sharing a lot of stories and, and working together for a purpose. So are you a chef? I am. I, uh, <laughs> uh, that is, uh, my, I uh, went to culinary school. Um, mm. My daughter came home from adoption, and she told me that I wasn't a very good cook, and um, so I went to <laughs> culinary school uh, to try and... Um, make myself a better cook at the same time I was doing my other job. And um, seven years later, oh. it turns out, hey, guess what you're doing for real now? <laughs> so you like it a lot. Yeah. I mean, I've always liked to cook, and I've always thought I was pretty good. But um, How old is your daughter? She's 20 now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she was seven when she came home um, from the foster care system. But um, she, uh, she got me out there to do try something new. So, and then... Age 50, I said, let's change careers completely and, and jump into this food truck thing. So it's been an adventure for the last couple of years, that's for sure. So you cook the meals that you cater to people, mm -hmm. and then do you have a team of others that help you? Yeah, so I'm the only person on staff with the Abundant Harvest. So And obviously, we couldn't do it out without a huge team of volunteers. And um, so we have people who not only sport the food and who help me deliver it for the food pantries, but we have a team. Like tomorrow, I'll have a team of like five or six people come in to our um, prep kitchen, and um, they'll cook. A, we have one of our community meals tomorrow night, and they'll cook a meal for 100 people and have that ready to take us out, take out and deliver to the community that we're working with. So you have regular people that come and help but I'm sure you could probably use more volunteers. I can always use more volunteers. And what, what is the time, that, the time element? Um, it depends on what you want to do. I mean, there's as little as one hour a week 
or one hour a month, or you can just come for three hours and check it out. Um, all of our um, meals, uh, you can come for prep time, or you can come to work actually on the truck, giving out the food, serving, um, mm-hmm. serving the food that we do. Um, there's on our website, you can go and there's a list of everything that's going on in the month. I and, saw that. And uh, harvesttruck.org, check it out. And um, so come what's and your volunteer. hashtag? Our hashtag is offensively generous. We believe that we just want to be so crazy generous to people that they don't know what to do with us. Uh, that's that's our whole Bring goal. Bring smiles. Yeah. Bring exactly. smiles. Exactly. So tomorrow is Giving Tuesday. Tomorrow is Giving Tuesday. It's going to be a huge push for us. Um, we are um, gathering funds to get the little orange truck um, to help us uh, be able to pick up more groceries. Right now, to pick up the groceries, we're using my uh, personal truck, which is 15 years old and has 200,000 miles on it. And when it rains, everything gets wet in the back. And so we're hoping to raise enough money um, on Giving Tuesday to get uh, the little orange truck and uh, have a big cargo van to be able to haul things in. And um, we've, we're so uh, lucky, blessed, excited that we have had a donor said he's going to match dollar for dollar for every dollar that we raise oh, tomorrow. Nice. So um, everybody, when you can give, then it, it doubles up. So it hopefully we'll be able to get enough and um, be able to more efficiently and um, safely serve Montgomery County. Well, it sounds great. I know I've seen you around uh, the Woodlands Chamber before, but haven't talked for any real period of time. It's always kind of hit and miss kind of thing. Those are crazy events. <laughs> yes, that's the way it goes. So you have a Facebook page. You're also on Twitter and Instagram. Yep. And I'm assuming it's kind of the same, Abundant Harvest Truck. Yeah, at Harvest Truck. Mm-hmm. Those are sorry. Uh, right, and and handle. harvesttruck.org is your website. Is the website right? Consistency is good. I, I we try, <laughs> we try. Catering with a purpose. So when you buy your meal, you're paying it forward and paying for somebody else to have a meal as well. Yeah, to gather another group of people around the table. And you've also done disaster relief. Right. We uh we had a huge uh. That's where we, we were six months into what we're doing when Harvey hit. And um, all of a sudden, um, we're doing 800, 1,000 meals a day um, to be able to go out to um, those people who were affected by Harvey. And um, even so much so that we, we have continued to uh, work with one specific neighborhood where our community meal is going to be tomorrow. And um, not only have we... Um, consistently serve meals there, but because we built relationships with people in that community and um, we were able to partner with Episcopal Relief and Development and get um, funds to help them repair their houses. And um, so we are, I've been meeting people at the Home Depot every week for the last three months, um, letting them be able to buy the materials they need to put down floors and to have walls and to put in insulation again. Um, nice. And so uh, what started as just, okay, let's feed these people and go has turned into these, you know, friendships now where when they know me and I know them. And it's all about relationships. We're back in each, other's, in each other's houses and we're able to help them rebuild their lives um, with something that, that's more substantial. You know, Home Depot has grants too. And, uh, Did we you, have, have you applied for uh, We have applied for See, many there you of those. Go. Yes. <laughs> Good. Yeah, good, no, wonderful. they've been they've been wonderful to help us. It's been uh, hectic at times when because we've had so many families come through. 
So if somebody wants to volunteer, they can just go on your website, harvesttruck.org, and mm-hmm. find out all the volunteer opportunities, events that you have coming forward. They can go to your Facebook page and uh, just get connected. You know, Absolutely. if it's just for an hour or if it's for the day, whatever you have going what, on. Whatever you have available as far as time goes. And, um, you know, we take groups, too. And so we've had um, schools come in, and we've had youth groups come and help. Um, we've had adults uh, Bible study classes come and help us so we can accommodate just about any age. Any, well, if you're safe well, enough to be in the kitchen. Yes. I've had as young as three and oh. as old as 84. Okay. So um, we can pretty much handle, a, we have a job for everybody. We can put everybody okay. to work. They can just be greeters, right? Well, that's the most important hey, thing. You that's know, right. sitting Make down at the table and making sure that everybody's got a chair around the table is one of the most important jobs we have. Well, fabulous. Well, thank you, Molly. And again, that's Molly Carr with The Abundant Harvest, Catering with a Purpose. And you can find them on social media on all the different ones, harvesttruck.org. Check it out. We'll be right back with Ron Sikowski. I'm Margie Taylor, sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogersteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Lone Star Boxer Rescue is a nonprofit organization serving Montgomery County and surrounding areas dedicated to the health and well-being of the boxer breed. Lone Star Boxer Rescue is run and managed 100% by volunteers since 1999. Our main objective is to rescue, rehabilitate, and rehome boxers that come to us from any sources, including local animal shelters, owner surrenders, and strays. For more information about Lone Star Boxer Rescue, visit our website at lsbr.org. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 4-H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at 1 o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. 
That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio, broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Margie Taylor with Conroe Culture News, Lone Star Community Radio, downtown Conroe, FM 104.5, 106.1, and this is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic. I am sitting here with Ron Sikowski, and if you don't know Ron, I don't know why you don't, because he is all over, especially downtown Conroe, but he's an engineer, uh, also a wine columnist, but we're not going to talk about those things today. That's columnist, not communist. Okay, we are going to talk about downtown Conroe and Christmas on Main <laughs> is the main subject. Yes. And, and you're even a Santa Claus, aren't you? We'll be doing Bridgewood Farms for the 19th year. And those special adults have such a special feel. Makes Santa's Christmas really worthwhile. You should have wore your Santa suit today. <laughs> it's good weather for it. <laughs> Yes, you know? I'll be making my list and checking it twice, but you got to come tomorrow night for the Christmas on North Main Street. We got our, our tree lighting over in Heritage uh, Park, yes. and that's going to be a huge event. Last year, we had about 3,500 people. I'm saying the weather's going to be totally awesome, good crisp winter weather, so to speak. But not too cold. No, it'd be not about too 50, hot. 57 and a half degrees. That'll be perfect. Mm-hmm. So you can wear a, a jacket, a light jacket, and stroll the streets, hear carolers. And when the tree is lit up, it's just so beautiful. And all the lights will come on and the music will come on all over downtown. Yep. It's like living inside a speaker. It's really cool. All this Christmas music coming at you from all different directions. And you will be dressed up. As a town crier, I'll be announcing all the wonderful things that are going on. We'll have maps to hand out to people so they'll know where to go to. Wonderful maps, yes. Yes, well, so we're printing up a few thousand of them for tomorrow night, and I hope we have enough, but I'm hoping that we'll have 8,000 people there. It'd be fun to have that much. Anything could happen. Last year, I know we had over 2,000, and I fully expect 3, us. I fully expect us to have more than that. And yes, and how were they counted? I did. You did. You counted. Yeah, okay. I'm magical. All remember? Right. Okay. Of course you are. I'm so Santa the Claus. really good thing we learned from last year. Last year was the inaugural Christmas on Maine. Is that people want to know what's going on? And there were so many things that were going on, and there are lots of things going on. This Tuesday night, and so we've we've printed up a map, and then we have listings on the back of the map as far as what is going to be happening. We're going to have a bicycle raffle. You don't have to buy any tickets. It's free. All you have to do is register. You have to get a ticket. Well, you have to get a ticket, but you have to be there at 8.15 when the tickets are, when the raffle ticket is drawn. So some lucky boy and some lucky going to get their own bicycles, brand new bicycles. That's exciting. And I think we also have a few gift cards that we're giving out. Gifts are nice. That's what Santa does. That's right. That's right. But there's only one Santa, and that Santa will be at Mimi's on Main. Right. And the big guy will be inside where everything is going to be just picture perfect. So bring your cell phone cameras with you, your regular cameras, 
And then if you're going to be waiting, wait outside. There's a jump bounce. Inflatable, yes. Inflatable on the outside on Main Street. That'll right be in fun. front of Mimi. So the kids could have something to go jump about and get their energy out. Or they, be, or they can go down the street and write letters to Santa. Oh, yeah. Santa loves his letters. And there'll be a special mailbox over there so that all of the kids' letters will make it over to Santa Claus. There will also be uh, carriage rides going through the downtown area. And they'll free. be, of course, none other than free. But we'll also have Christmas carols going through the downtown Montgomery County Choral Society. We'll be out there bringing lots of joy. We have the Jazz Connection playing over in Founders Plaza. We'll have just so many things going on, wassail and foods at various locations. Carly's on Main, the brand-new mercantile shop that opened up a week ago today. She's going to be handing out glow sticks, I was just told. Yep, that's right. Ooh, and the kids are going to get those. I Mm -hmm. want one. It'll be fun. And I believe we have uh, some different people dressed up. We have... Mr. and Mrs. Snowman that will be making some appearances. Queen and, Victoria. Yes, we have bum, 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 Queen bum. Victoria and some of her uh, staff. Uh, we also have Mary and Joseph from the Nativity Story that will be walking around. And I think um, there's going to be one grouchy character, and he's all green. Mr. Grinch. Mr. Grinch. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. That's right. Yes. He'll be walking around. But Scrooge, no, he's going to be. No, I don't know about Scrooge. He's not going to be there. He doesn't need to be here. Because the Grinch has taken over. That's right. So this is going to be a fun, free place to be. And it all happens starting at 630 with the tree lighting. You're going to want to come down early because the streets will be closed for safety of everybody walking the the several blocks from the tree lighting to downtown. you got to be understanding that. You're not going to get parking right there at the door, but we have parking garages at various locations. We have one right behind uh, uh, the Heritage right. Park over there. It's a three-story parking garage. We got the Juror parking lot. You can come in. First Baptist Church has a huge parking lot, and there's a parking garage over there. And there'll be some on-street parking, but we have 11 blocks that will be basically closed for pedestrian traffic and for people having a good time enjoying the lights, all of the new LED lights will be turned on. It's they the look first fabulous. Time. Oh, my gosh. It's so exciting. All of the street lights have strings and strings and strings of light bulbs on them. And it's just going to be so much I Christmas love seeing in those the lights. Air. Yes. So it just makes everything so cheery and happy and it's the most wonderful time of the year and if you haven't seen them over at heritage park they're really spectacular all the lights all those colors and everything yes you got to come see that and you know what i like the cost it's free can you (laughs) believe that free yes it's free it's free you can write letters to santa there will be tables and chairs and everything you need to write the letters there will be uh, reindeer food you can take home with you over at Conroe Central Market. There's also going to be another inflatable over by Conroe Central Market. Yes. A little jousting activities going on. Carmelita's will be out here right across the street from us, as a matter oh, of fact. Oh, she's got the best tamales, tamales. in town, man. I believe she has four or five different varieties Yes, and of I tamales. love the pork tamales. She makes, and it's a Christmas tradition in our household to have her pork tamales on our breakfast menu first thing in the morning while we're wrapping presents 
We used to do that Christmas Eve, have tamales and things like that. So, you know, get your tamales. Uh, it's like $10 for a dozen, something like that. It's real it's very affordable. And, and she makes them by hand. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. She's a small business owner, so we need to support small businesses. Most of them down here are small businesses. And the really neat thing is the shops will be open for you to go in and check out. Oh, we forgot the window display contest. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I have been so amazed at all these windows that have uh, got decorations in them. And, uh, gosh, the Carly's Mercantile is going to have one. Brownlee Jewelry Store, Corner Pub, all these different places. And I even have one, but I'm not in the voting. I got my pink flamingo up in my second floor window at 304 above North. Corner pub. Above the Corner Pub. looking over at the Conroe Art League. And I got my two Christmas wreaths, one on each of the well, adjoining there side you go. windows. you got to so. be part of it. So uh, speaking of uh, the Conroe Art League, they will be open as well with their new exhibit, for Christmas and Christmas is about giving. And so they're partnering with the Salvation Army to do some things as well. So you can go take a trip in there, see what they've got. They also have candy canes. I think they're going to be doing some photos. And, and they'll also be doing a lot of coloring. Kids can come in there and do some art activities with members of the Conroe Art League. And did you know that the Conroe Art League has classes for aspiring young artists? They have along with the all older, the time. Oh, all Year the round. They have um, almost 50, 60 hours of classes every week that's going on in their building. And sometimes they also go out to the various schools and help out over there. But the Conroe Art League is such a, an essential part of our downtown area because they provide something that most people just take for granted, and that is the artistic beauty, the uniqueness. And while you're out there, in our downtown area, there are 13 art benches out there yes, that there display are. unique vignettes from various parts of our history. And then the Conroe Convention Visitors Bureau is going to be having brochures handing out on those art benches along with uh, experiencing downtown historic Conroe, the history of it. Did you know that on February the 21st of 1911, this fire started? And we had a blue norther that was coming through, just like the one last night. And the fire swept through the entire downtown area, burned 65 wooden buildings. Three brick buildings were saved. And in the process of fighting the fire, they ran out of water. They had no, no water at all to fight the fire. No but that's a part of our history. And so these buildings have resurrected like Phoenix's, like the one I'm in where the corner pub is, or... Uh, the one where Red Brick Tavern is, the old Sparkle Ice House House, where the uh, Pacific Yard House is. There's got all this old history around over here. The Crichton Theater is going to be opened up, and people can come inside and marvel at this uh, really cool 1930s-style theater. It's fabulous. Oh, it is. And there's so, so much to do. I'd be willing to bet you that you couldn't figure you know, go through the entire downtown area and see everything from 6.30 until the, the place shuts down at 9, 9.30. There's so much to see and do. So you got to come back the following Saturday and look at all these different merchants that are going to be open. They'll be providing lots of sales going on. They want your business in the downtown area. And they also want to give you something more than just selling you something. There's something called courtesy 
and customer satisfaction. And they are so much behind well, they're those genuine. values. They're genuine and friendly. You know, that, that's the thing about Conroe, all over Conroe, but especially downtown Conroe. Everybody, we all know each other. And uh, everybody works with each other. And they care about you. So go and visit them. Uh, ask them about their family. See what they have new. And get something creative that's going to help a local business for Christmas. Oh, guess what I heard? What? I heard come spring we're going to have a barbecue place in downtown. Oh, really? And a Coney Island, Conroe Coney Island. Huh. How about that? Well, yeah. And there's other things coming in that you will see. There's in the 100 block of Simonton Street where the roof had caved in and they're got the walls braced up. They're probably looking at a three-story building there. They're going to save the original walls that hmm. date back to the early 1900s. Over towards Pacific? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and there's a bank that they're talking about coming in to the old Capital Bank building that failed during the Great Depression. So the bank is, the bank building is still there. It's a two-story building. And so we'll see what kind of bank is coming in, but what I hear. I hear all kinds of okay, things. Okay, me that too. Are hear things all the time. Downtown Conroe has a lot of growth potential right now. Oh, yeah. This Thursday, for instance, we're having a meeting over at Spirit of Texas Bank to talk about the new convention hotel and the convention center itself. This thing is a massive undertaking. And then they're also going to be talking about the Yellow Rose Event Center. It's going to seat somewhere between 1,800 and 2,000. Originally, it was proposed as an outdoor event center, but no, it's coming inside, and it's going to be a world-class facility right there on the east side of I-45, south of State Highway 105. Where the gold-gilded lady is. A little bit south of there. <laughs> and then you know about the Veterans Memorial Center. Yes. This thing is a, it's, it's a Washington, D.C. kind of monument to our veterans that have served and fought uh, for our country. And whether you're a Montgomery County veteran or not, or if, well, for instance, my dad was a U.S. Marine, I can put a, a memorial brick over there in That's his nice. honor. That's nice. Yes. So tomorrow is the where it all starts. Oh, Free yeah. lighting at 6.30. Get, I would recommend you get down there before that. 6, 6.15, get you a good spot to park your car and then plan on spending the next couple hours in downtown Conroe, get some uh, free hot chocolate, candy canes, visit with Santa, hear great music from kids that are in high school playing with the Jazz Connection, and just start getting into the holiday spirit. Thank you, Ron, for coming on here, and I'm sure people will see you tomorrow passing out maps as the town, town crier and visit some of our downtown shops. We'll be right back. so yet? Well, you've got to tune in. Hi, I am the host of Jazzy Vibes with Soul, Miss Cece Holmes, and I invite you to check us out every Friday and Saturday from 7 until 9 p.m., where you will get the best in old-school R&B and, of course, a little smooth jazz to make it jazzy. So tune in. That's right, tune in every Friday and Saturday right here on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 FM or worldwide at irlongstar.com. 
Have a legal question? Are you a resident of Montgomery County? Call 281-645-6344 to talk to a volunteer attorney from the Woodlands Bar Association. We answer the phones on the first Monday of every month at 281-645-6344 from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. to provide general legal information and information about legal resources to Montgomery County residents. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app for your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That is Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. And we are back for the last segment of today, uh, Monday, November 26th. Monday after Thanksgiving, and it's a beautiful day out here. It's, the weather is pretty much perfect. It's a little cool, but I mean, we're rolling into December. We want it to be cool. We're like not happy when it's 70 or 80 degrees. We want it to feel a little more like Christmas. So my last guest today is Maria Jordan, and she wears many different hats. So we'll just go with whatever Maria wants to talk about. She's also with the Texas Familias Council. Uh, she is going to talk to us a little bit towards the end about Jingle All the Way to Literacy with Rita Wiltz and the program she has. So... What do you want to talk about today, Maria? Well, <laughs> thank you, Margie, for having me on. Uh, and again, just uh, want to thank you for all the work you've done in our county for so many years. You and I go back probably about a decade. and uh, Probably more than that. Yeah, and we've seen a lot of growth and, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, challenges along the way. But uh, but it's, it's good work. And I love what you're doing now, which is, you know, getting information out to the community about important issues and helping promote the work that we're all trying so desperately to accomplish. So thank you very much for doing that. I'm just a vessel. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, and, uh, but this is my favorite time of year, obviously. It's oh, yeah. just wonderful. And it really is uh, the root of the of why, you know, people like me get involved in this work is, is that it is a, you know, a spiritual calling, a vocation. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the council, actually, I just uh, recognized seven years of oh, seven the council, years. yeah. Wow. Um, and so the the main work of the council is to support families and inspire inclusive communities around Montgomery County, because Montgomery County is a growing, uh, diverse county, and it's changing every day. And we have a lot of uh, populations that have needs, um, and a lot of those needs have to do with plugging in our young, diverse communities into the avenues of success. So, uh, so the council, uh, we try to focus on, you know, hands-on direct community development projects, but we also do uh, a lot of collaborative work with uh, other organizations and agencies in the county 
to promote uh, collaboration and really educate each other on what's happening with issues that affect vulnerable communities. So our aging population, our immigrant population, um, and just families that are struggling. So that's really kind of the the crux of my work. Um, and uh, just real briefly, the the three main initiatives that we've we focused on. Uh, and again, we're a volunteer based organization. So I've I've uh, counted on wonderful people like you, uh, my friend Rita, which I'll talk about later, um, and just a lot of organizations. Uh, the the Devery Johnson with the library. You've had her on before. Oh yes, many times. Uh, so all these wonderful people have have uh, helped me over the years in in many many different ways. And um, CISD you know, is a wonderful mm-hmm. school district. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- I'm blessed to have those partners and we really find the common issues that we can work together on. Um, so the Texas Hope Consortium is one big initiative. We started two years ago and that is a quarterly consortium of organizations that meet uh, to talk about the, the tough issues that are facing our communities. So we talk about immigration. We talk about our aging population, how to develop, develop better collaborations. Um, and we, we hope that those organizations help, you know, find a network opportunity and are able to, uh, you know, get to, to get to dialogue on these issues. I mean, that's a big issue in our country today is, is a uh, lack of dialogue. Lack of dialogue. I, yeah. I pulled something, I think it was on your Facebook page, which I thought was really a great descriptive. It says, you work towards the ability to navigate a community. Yes. With all the things that they need that you don't think about. I mean, they don't, people in communities, it doesn't matter where they come from, but they need to know what the gov- where the government offices are. They need to know um, where the healthcare resources are, mental health options, education resources, faith communities. People just don't come in and know this stuff. No, absolutely. You know? No, I mean, and you even mentioned right now, mental health. Mm-hmm. Okay, That's now- a big thing. That is a huge, and any of us that have been in this field for a while, this has been, you know, I mean, Texas, unfortunately, has never really, you know, supported the work of mental health, right? Um, so so we're lacking a lot of resources. But nationally, I mean, the lack of providers, you know, uh, we were just having some conversation the other day uh, at Lone Star Family Health Center, where, where I help out a lot there, um, about mental health. And we were talking to some national people, and I said, is it, a, is it a, a, a money issue or is it a provider issue? And he said, it's a provider issue. And so you have to just kind of pull what you can with what you, you know, where you can find it and, get, and build a, a safety net. So I think that when we understand that these human needs affect us all at different mm-hmm. points in our mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. Uh, and mental health, you know, anything from addictions to, you know, domestic violence to you know, uh, depression at all. It's really huge. It has touched my life and I have found myself with nowhere to go. Yes. Here in Montgomery County. Yes. People go, oh, that's sad. Well, okay, that's sad. But where do we go from there? Absolutely. (laughs) Where do you go and find help? Unless somebody's committed a crime, there isn't help. Right, right. I mean, and I think, you know, unfortunately, sometimes it takes the nation, you know, uh, you know, we have to get shocked into an awareness of understanding what is at the root of these things. Why are we, you know, why are we str- struggling? Mm-hmm. You know, and of course there are spiritual aspects to that. There are family aspects to that, uh, economic aspects to that. Um, but, you know, and unless we actually get to the root and develop these safety nets and start thinking outside the box, we're never going to get on, on top of this issue. 
So I think that in Montgomery County, the, the conversations are now being had, and there are people who are working very aggressively to try to find resources and solutions. So that's a good thing. I have noticed a, a bunch of step up from yes. different people that provide mental health yes. uh, opportunities. Yes. And, and the partnership with Conroe ISD with Tri-County, I think is a good That is an unbelievable, step. and I have to give kudos out to Denise Pola and Rod Chavez. Because uh, aside from uh, yeah, aside from being you know longtime partners of mine, mm-hmm. they are just I mean committed human beings, and this has become now their rallying cry. They're they're committed to getting these children help, uh, and they're seeing you know children makes a difference. Yes, at very young ages, struggling with issues that they only used to see in their teenage population. Teen suicide is yes. at a horrible high, and that shouldn't be. No, I never heard about that when I was growing right, up. Right, right, and right. now it's pretty prevalent. Yes. Or you know somebody when you're in school with peer pressure or that's depressed or, and that's when they turn to drugs and things too. Right, right. Because they need an outlet. Right. And the isolation, so, like you said, in some parts of the county is just really, it's, you know, it's, it's a very difficult thing. Um, so yeah, so the consortium really tackles those issues. Um, and then, you know, uh, we, I started a new initiative this year. Um, it's the Jose Antonio Navarro Community Ambassadors Group. And I just want, I want, because I was telling you about uh, Ron and historical commission, but one of the things that I think any lover of Texas history needs to know is that, you know, Texas was born uh, six flags and there have been many, many people and cultures that have had a major role in that. And uh, Jose Antonio Navarro was a founding father of Texas. He was BFF with Stephen F. Austin. And uh, they really together worked very closely to develop you know, what would be the Republic of Texas. And he was a statesman, he was a Tejano. And in my uh, learning of his history, his his work has never become more relevant than it is today uh, because he really was working between two lands, two countries, two uh, communities. Um, and so I decided to take uh, his model of his work uh, to, to promote volunteerism, diplomacy, hmm. and civic leadership among our young Latino community in Montgomery County. Um, and, uh, and so we've just launched that uh, this fall, and I'm hoping that in 2019 it really gets started. That's interesting. Yeah. So it reminds me of the uh, statue that Craig Campabella did yes. over in front of the Spirit That's of right. Texas Bank. That's I think right. they did that a couple of years ago. It where sure he is. Did that. They're, and they're, I think it was November, December. Yeah. Two yeah. years ago. So I remember that. Yes. Yeah, so that stands out in my mind. So a couple things we want to talk about real quick before yes. we run out of time. Yes. Giving Tuesday. Uh-huh. And Rita Wilts. Yes. Jingle All the Way. And uh, other projects that you have going on with your Texas Familius Council. Okay. So let me first talk about uh, Jingle All the Way. And, uh, of course, I have a little flyer here. Uh, uh, Jingle All the Way to Literacy. And that is next Saturday, December the 8th. So not this coming Saturday, but the following. Week from Saturday, correct. Uh-huh. From 8 to 11.30 p.m. And, uh, of course, Rita is a wonderful community partner of mine, and uh, she has blessed me and asked me to be the honorary chairwoman for, for this event. And, and so I want to do everything I can to promote uh, everybody to come out. They have amazing music. Oh, so yes, if you're they not, do. Do you oh, know yes, who they, they are? Oh, yes, yes. And have you danced, they all, too? They all, no, I take pictures. <laughs> <laughs> they dance. I, I take the pictures. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, Rita loves to dance, too. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll get on the dance floor out there. So, I mean, I, I just love the, the, the music and uh, it's great R&B, yes, uh, it just is. wonderful classic. Um, but it's a great time for the community to come together and, and, and we'll be meeting in her community multipurpose center mm-hmm. in, uh, in Tamina. 
and uh, the proceeds go to help her with a lot of her uh, after-school programs and uh, teaching the arts to a lot of the kids uh, that she reaches. The at-risk kids. At-risk kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely a worthy cause, and it's a great time, and I, I just want to urge all my friends, my partners, you know, just anybody, anybody's, everybody's welcome. It's very inclusive. Yes, very you much know, so. I mean, they embrace anybody who walks in that door. Like That's they've right. known them forever. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so... So come on out December 8th uh, in Tamina and, uh, you know, contact Rita if you if you have any, if you'd like to donate anything, uh, 281-844-7596 is her, is her number. And um, definitely we want to see you there. So come party with us on December 8th. Um, and then, you know, the other, the other things I think I'd like to mention is just that there's just a lot of ongoing work in developing community, and I just want to see our partners continue to collaborate, and I'll be out there. I'm out in East County. I'm, you know, still doing a lot of work in those communities mm-hmm. in New Caney. Uh, and Precinct 4. Yes, yes. And uh, so, you know, we're going to have a lot of change in leadership in 2019, so I'm looking forward to those relationships, and I hope that, you know, our leaders continue to support all our communities and that we continue to move forward because there's so much potential that's untapped. And we don't want it to go to waste. And I think that, you know, just finding the value in every human being and, and lifting up, uh, you know, this county and this community to its true potential is really our, our you know, spiritual purpose. And I, I want to be a part of that. And mm-hmm. uh, and thank you for being a part of that. And, um, and, and you know, just we'll be continuing our consortium meetings next, uh, next year. And, um, you know, just look forward to see, you know, what solutions we come up, come up with. You know, this is not easy work. But, no, it's uh, not. I think, you know, people... So let me put in that you have Facebook page, Texas oh, yes. Familias Council, where you can find out about Rita's on Children's Books on Wheels, the event. Yes. And you can also go to Conroe Culture News to find out any of that stuff. Yes. Because that's all the links are on that page. Perfect. So thank you. It's going to be a beautiful day. I'm Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News, and this is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic. Have a great day.